what you go through.
intellect and instinct. Many people live lives that are in poor rotation, which consequently impedes their mobility because they don't balance what they know with what they sense. You see, in order to travel at our maximum velocity, we must balance the power of our intellect with the truth of our instincts. Okay. We're starting off again. Here we go. Many people live lives that are in poor rotation, which consequently impedes their mobility because they don't balance what they know with what they sense. You see, in order to travel at our maximum velocity, we must balance the power of our intellect with the truth of our instincts. That balance, again, just like I was talking with Lisa today earlier, that 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 center. What are you experiencing? What is God speaking to you from from the inside? Now, what are the facts that are in front of you? Faith is never to ignore the facts, people. That that blind faith thing that people talk about, that's that's no. We must honestly look at the facts, ascertain, make see what's going on. But everything needs to be subjective to your spirit. Information here referred to as intelligence in its purest form is irreplaceable in leadership as well as in life. I don't merely mean one's IQ as much as I mean the necessary access to relevant data, pertinent information, and the understanding to interpret it correctly. 
As essential as instincts are to exploring the design of your destiny, you must not ignore the facts for the feelings. Hmm. As essential as instincts are to exploring the design of your destiny, you must not ignore the facts for the feelings. That's pretty much what I said. We must get in contact. But bottom line, God needs to be the ultimate ultimate decision maker. God needs to be the one that's going to, get, you know, put the, this direction. But again, but now, what are all the things in order for you to get to that that point that you're truly hearing his voice? See, that's all that, that see, again, I'm, I'm going to say this is a grass study we're talking about right here. Because, see, too often people, I felt this and I felt that, but, see, they haven't taken the time to develop their inner man. They haven't gone to Holy Ghost Institute to find out, separate spirit, soul, and body. They're just going off a hundreds that and the other, okay? And, and see, that's what we gotta got to get away from because, in all, in all honesty, that's carnality. That's, that, that's your soul, how, how you feel, what you think. That's not your spirit. Your spirit must be developed in order for you to flow in this capacity. So, again, we're talking about grad-level work here. That means there's a lot of preparation that goes in before you can walk at this level of flowing with God. But when you mentioned something told you, you know it was not of yourself. You know it was not something that you basically came up with yourself. So when something told you, it's an innate sense. It's just like that when they say a sixth sense. Mm-hmm. It is a sixth sense, but the sixth sense is not the fact of your sight, your touch, taste, hearing and and I'm feeling it's of the spirit so if it is innately not of your regular purview of your senses you know that you have to respond accordingly in the spirit so now but as, but as Sam said that if you guys aren't working with those things and you're not do working it out and you're not basically in that spiritual place of using those senses you won't know what the heck to do because You'll just say, oh, something told me. What's that? I say, but see, now that now we got to get to the processes because sometimes something tells us and we'll step out and it'd be wrong. Sometimes something tells us and it'd be right. But, again, we got to experience and walk out until you discern that something told you, oh, that was me between that certain t- something told you and that was the spirit of God. So, but if you don't respond to either one of them, you're going to be messed up because one minute it'll be the spirit, and then the next minute it might be something else. But the thing of it is, if you haven't responded right. accordingly one way or the other, you're screwed because right. if you respond accordingly, you will then know which one it is if you've basically been practicing. So, so again, that that's that experiencing, that's that application, which gets that's me. You got to get beyond just reading it in a book or looking at it in somebody else's life. No, that means that you need to have a first-hand experience. Right. Mm-hmm. That means that you can't. This is not a situation where, like the, the song says, not, it's not my mother, it's my father, but it's me. Mm-hmm. It's you that's got to get this experience because guess what? Mom mm-hmm. and daddy already got that experience. Mm-hmm. Mom and daddy already got the understanding of knowing that he's going to move when he says he's going to move when it don't look like he's going to do nothing. Mm-hmm. 
So in order for you to have that experience, and it's basically like this. Whenever you're faced with the situation of, um, when you're faced with the situation of, um, okay, I'm not a doctor, but you know that's what in my in my head that's where I wanted what I was what I want to do. <laughs> um, when a doctor sees something, and he's seen it so many times, mm. he has the wherewithal to know how to cut, where to cut, how it's going to heal once he cuts, and basically the practice that he did in the beginning of his stages to where he is now, those things are routine. That's right. the word. Mm-hmm. Because you know what it is. You know what's coming. You know, even if, even if, it's, a, even if it's something that's a tad bit different from what it was the last five surgeries that you had, you pretty much know what's going to happen in the ballpark. Mm-hmm. And if there's a curveball and something that you're not see that you're not used to that you're not seeing, because you have had so much practice, you know how to basically make the adjustment. Mm-hmm. Same difference with God. When you have been practicing and you basically hear what God is saying. If you don't feel comfortable with it. That's why you have Erica, Sam, and myself to run it past because we've been in this thing for a little while. Mm-hmm. So if he's saying something and you don't know how to move, you don't know how to respond, basically that's where you ask the question of the tutelage of somebody who's been there, who's been practicing, to not use it at all. So when you practice those things, then you'll know how to decipher if it's to say it or if it's not to say it, if it's for you to pray about it, you to hold on to it, if you basically need to um, move right now or if you have some time to wait. You basically understand what the next step is because you have to practice it. This is your practice ground. So when you're out in the real world, when you don't have the phone call, you can know exactly how to respond, how to move, and how to govern yourself accordingly to protect yourself, to make sure you're safe, as well as to fix the situation that he's presenting to you. Amen. Fair? I just said amen. I'm saying, but I'm saying, is that fair to oh, yeah. put it in that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's it. Balancing what you know in your mind what you know in your heart. <laughs> wait, wait, Mar, hold on, hold on. <laughs> this is funny. Balancing what you know in your mind with what you know in your heart takes practice. <laughs> Ain't that just what you just said? <laughs> Come on, TV, I'm in the book, brother. Come on. <laughs> oh, Lord. This kind of... this going to rub this book, Sam. Yeah, wait, look, are we going? Are we going on again? Are we? Are we going to be another three hours? <laughs> oh, and if if I could digress really quickly, like Lisa said, I don't mean to be, I don't mean no harm. <laughs> but listen, I understood Sunday was Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. 
I don't think we need to cancel too many more calls because I was looking forward to Monday, and I called in when nobody else was disappointed. Well, so I don't know who I got to take that up with your secretary, or whoever. Mm. We have to make we have to make some discussions about that because um or or replay a call or something because I wasn't I, I was hyped from I was hyped from Friday and I needed I was hyped from Friday and Monday. Yeah, and I'm calling in with no. Oh, is that your secretary making all that noise? Yeah. Five. Oh, not us. Uh, mute real quick. <laughs> I heard some. I heard a. Mm, I don't know if that was your secretary or not, because I tell her. I hope she hear me too. But I was hyped from Monday. I'm mean, from Friday, and I showed needed Monday. Stop <laughs> me. Uh, that, that was Miss Lisa Butler. She 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 was exhausted from her trip and uh, her weekend as well. Did it was her weekend was her weekend in Chicago? No, her weekend. You know, it was her daughter's graduation. I know. I was being funny. Mhm. Yeah, I know. And I. Um, you wrong. It's three left feet. <laughs> With two right shoes. <laughs> anyway, as I was reading, I love you, sister. Back at you, homie. Balancing what you know in your mind with what you know in your heart takes practice. This kind of instinctive intelligence requires walking a tightrope between what is verifiable and what is intangible. Successful people use instinct with intellect to make to make each one more useful. Without access to intelligence, one cannot develop policy or maintain order. And yet, nothing you've read should replace your reliance upon instinct to inform the decisions you make. The two must work in sync. If your gut feeling contradicts the facts, then ask people you trust to weigh in before you ignore the objective information at hand. Use what you know and what you sense to arrive at a more synthesized decision, one that integrates both objective and subjective realities. Why I just said that. Go ahead. No, I just said that. It said ask somebody who you trust. Again, that's all we've been talking about. Exactly. While instincts may be the compass that gives direction, Intelligence guides the process through which that transition can be realized. I'll read that one again. That's your refrigerator? Mm-hmm. I think someone was writing on it. Something wrong. Oh, she's going to cover it up real quick. Uh huh. Uh, with my jacket. With my jacket. Like you care. Oh. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. <laughs> While instinct may be the compass that gives direction, intelligence guides the process through which that transition can be realized. No one can make great decisions if they have poor information. But it's okay. Why are you wiping it off? I already read it. <laughs> the greater your efforts in understanding data, the more likely you are able to liberate your instinct. Whether you're forging alliances with corporations or governments, churches or clubs, investors or stockholders, you can't quantify value purely based on instinct. 
Data has significant placement in determining value and timing of transactions and interactions. Okay, I'll read that again. Bye. Okay. While instincts may be the compass that gives direction, intelligence guides the process through which that transition can be realized. No one can make great decisions if they have poor information. The greater your efforts is understanding data, the more likely you are able to liberate your instincts. Whether you're forging alliances with corporations or governments, churches or clubs, investors or stockholders, you can't quantify value purely based on instinct. Data has significant placement in determining value and in time of transactions or interactions. Okay, then. On the other hand, always relying on the probability of progress by what appears on paper will not ensure success. Our instincts are informed by the data we feed it. Sometimes we don't realize how much more we actually know about risk assessment until we look beyond the facts. Mm. Wow, i got to stop that right there because it just dawned on me. On the other hand, always relying on the probability of progress by what appears on paper will not ensure success. Our instincts are informed by the data we feed it. Now, I'm going to go right again to praying in the spirit. By praying in the spirit, you're feeding your spirit data. Where's this data coming from? God. Well, that don't make any sense. Uh-huh. Do it for a while. See what happens. Because, see, God sees so much more and understands so much more than we can actually ever think or imagine. And by praying in the Spirit, we're accessing the database. And so by doing that, you're supernaturally beginning to tap into People, it, it, it's amazing. You just start to seeing things. Different people come up to you, just flip channels, or you just happen to pull in something. I just pull in here, and then just something to happen. So by doing that again, but you got to practice it. That's why I'm telling everybody that's got a business, you need to be praying at least 15 minutes in the spirit every day, every day, every day, every day. Part of the impetus for writing this book was derived from sitting between the zoologist whose intellect inspired me and the Zulu guy whose instincts forever changed me on a safari. Seeing the significance and uniqueness of both roles in the wild opened my eyes to the universal truth in this metaphor. Not only does a wise person balance instincts with intellect, they must also make sure that the intelligence they're using comes from reliable sources with balanced perspectives. I mean, everything Mark was just saying, you know, you get God, God, trust and believe God is not just some, ooh, yeah, he'll teach you. Again, because see, not one thing, people who just say, I'm flying off the hand and speaking, you don't understand. Dude, there are rules and regulations in the spiritual walk. It, it, the thing, mm-mm. And first and foremost, everything's going to be back, backed by the word of God. If something is coming and it's not backed by the word of God, then, then you're off base. But see, what happens is the Holy Spirit begins to train you about spiritual principles, 
about things. So now you'll be looking at stuff, and so you're praying in your spirit, then you start looking at something, and, oh, well, yeah, that makes sense. I see that now. Mm, I didn't know. Okay, yeah. Finding the balance between intellect and instinct can take many forms, depending on your own unique considerations and contexts. For instance, I've had the privilege of working with a couple of ladies who are both public relations experts and yet couldn't be more different. As they have each done work for me over the years, each has become personal friends of our family as well. Knowing them personally as well as professionally has only emphasized how different they are. One of, them is from, is for, one of them is from a very conservative political background. Before meeting me, she had never been exposed to an African-American whose background was so different from my own. The other lady, also African-American, is morally conservative but politically liberal. I don't, think that, I don't think they could agree on which side of the street to walk down on many issues. Though they are both dear friends, having them both comment on the issues like watching Fox News and MSNBC at the same time. Hearing them both always produces fireworks, and I love it. Their combined counsel has been a tremendous resource, providing a unique barometer for the, for the constituency for each decision I contemplate. I cannot tell you how beneficial it has been to hear their varied perspectives on my pending decisions. Sitting between their ideas and input has helped me find the right balance and allowed me to balance the intelligence they provide with my instinctive response to it. If you are sincerely interested in a balanced truth, you can't be fed biased data. You need multiple points of view in order to see the big picture. Being able to determine principles from propaganda has been very important for me as a leader. There's always somebody who's trying to use my mouth to convey his or her message. The only way to avoid becoming someone else's mouthpiece is by channeling information from a variety of sources. If all the people with whom you associate sound like you, vote like you, dress like you, and think like you, then you have no litmus test to evaluate your instincts. Mm. Now, that's pretty good. So now, as I'm reading this, what I'm listening to is he's getting beyond just his instincts. He's tapping into others' instincts and making sure that he has a, a, a variety of different people surrounding him so that now as he begins to make decisions which at a higher level, he can grab pools of information from different people, and then from that, he'll make his choices. See, that's going back to what Mark talked about earlier. He said, um, you make you, when you, what do you say, uh, something about you, he make you master of many or something like that. He said in a word. But bottom line is when you, book, when you do what you need to do over that little bit you have and you're, you're diligent, you're persistent, and you're obedient, God then will promote you and take you to the when next. When you're faithful over the few things that make you master of many. There you go. That's yeah, that's what, that's what I said. So, but then uh, even this, that means you must be, you must find yourself to be open. You must be, because you need somebody who's different than you. You need to begin to understand who you are. What's your strengths? What's your weakness? You can't. You can't. If, okay, let me say like. If you choose to go to the next levels and, and be successful in whatever it is you're doing, then you must find yourself that you cannot afford to be biased, judgmental, and closed-minded. 
Because if you're doing that, then you're closing yourself off from from going to the next level. So you can remain where you're at and, and be very good in that little arena or that pool or whatever it is. But if you're talking about going to the next level, you got to. Even even when we're talking about um um um, um the kingdom ministry, when we're talking about the, the, the seven different layers, it said, you know, every time you go to another thing, God is striving to make you more excellent. So that means that's the details you got to work out. Perhaps you heard the story about a group of blind men who unknowingly encountered an elephant. Each of the four moved cautiously toward the creature to discern him by touch. One of them touched his massive ears and said, This beast is flat and flexible like a palm leaf. The second grabbed the massive leg of the elephant and, amazed at its circumference and texture, proclaimed, No, he is sturdy and round like a tree trunk. The third blind man grabbed hold of the elephant's tail and said, you're both wrong. This creature is thin and wiry as a snake. The last blind man, leaning against the side of the mighty beast, said, You all are as stupid as you blind. This animal is strong and sturdy like a stone wall. Obviously, each of the blind men walked away thinking he knew what the elephant looked like by touching it. But in reality, he had only encountered one part, a small, unique piece of his whole body. Talk about not knowing your blind spots. It's no wonder then this story, which originated in ancient India, has been recounted in so many different cultures and religions. The timeless truths of the blind man and the elephant remains keenly relevant in our understanding of balance. So much of what informs our opinions is based on where we touch the self. Ooh, wow. Mm. So much of what informs our opinions is based on where we touch the subject. Mm. Mm. I gotta read that one one more time. Wait, wait a time. So if you only go to the place of introspection in yourself mm. to the place where it only allows you to go where you don't go to the hurt, mm. that's your purview. If you go deep, you'll deal with some of the things that you actually have to have dealt with and that you will see. But that is, you're only going to see where you are mm-hmm. from whatever advantages you have by where you're looking at, where you're feeling, where you're touching. But if you don't deal with the whole thing, you're, you're only going to see a skinny tail as a wall, whatever the other perspectives were. So that's why he's saying that you have to see it from the truth perspective versus how the four blind men see it. And and I'm going to say that's one of the things about this line is because each of us from our own place of life, and I'll just mm-hmm. say it like mm-hmm. that, will yep. see something in a situation, a circumstance, and will come and we'll speak because we can see something so clearly. Whereas I'll see something, something I'll see that clearly. Erica see this aspect of it. Mark see that aspect. Pam see that. But it's the group. But now, but what has happened, and I even laugh as we have continued this process, I notice I, I like, okay, I, I'll say something. I say, that sounds like Erica. <laughs> you know, I mean, because as we continue this, 
then that's growing inside of us. And that's when we're talking about we'd be exchanging nuggets and we'd be exchanging each other. So as we continue this process, what is, okay, even though my strength is still my strength, I'll now pick up some aspect of Mark. It might not be as strong of me as it is in Mark, but I'm picking up that piece of him. I pick up that piece of Felicia. She being soft-hearted. Well, maybe not much of that. But anyway, <laughs> but I'm saying that's what happens. We exchange, and that's one of the power things on this line because we are open. We're not judgmental. Now, we're going to talk about each other, especially when we see some foolishness. Bad, 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 but it is what it is. But we go, we, we're open. In all honesty, we're open because all of us are at some level. So that's, but as long as we continue to exchange, as long as we continue to grow, as long as we continue to be open, then we'll begin, our strength will become more refined, but we'll also begin to gravitate and grab other, other things and grow other, other nuggets in our life, and those will begin to become developed as well. And because of that, some of the things that we have basically grown it opens us up to, at the beginning of the chapter, about different practices and different ways to practice and different ways to basically see if it's God or somebody else or mm-hmm. something else mm-hmm. or if it's my emotions or if it's, if it's a person's spirit pulling on me or mm-hmm. if it's God telling me to move, if it's basically saying mm-hmm. stand still and see my salvation and wait and watch and see what I'm going to do, those things. Mm-hmm that you could actually, and watch this, this is key right here. And it's important right now that sometimes you don't get the burn. You just experience the burn through somebody else. Mm-hmm. And, and, and if you're smart, <laughs> you, you want to go that route. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll never forget it. My uncle told me not to iron his prom, prom, prom suit. The thing fell on my arm. When people talk about being burned, you said the iron. To tell me, yeah, they don't have to tell me twice. <laughs> Even when I know that I can pick up this hot kettle when I'm making tea here at this house, I will wrap it up in a towel because I refuse to get burned again. Well, that's my own perspective, but. We all have different purviews, and sometimes when we say don't do this, mm. and it's a reason why we say don't do it, and then you do it anyway, you deserve everything that you got. Well. Because we was trying to save you from getting that whooping, save you from getting that burn, save you, but some people have to learn by their own mistakes. Right. But even when they make their own mistakes, they still get burned again because they still do the same thing over again because they think that they can get past it. It's insanity. If the lifesaver is there, just like in, just like I, I don't know nothing about pledging, but I might know something here soon. <laughs> if it's a lifesaver, the lifesaver is just that. Mm. To do what, Sam? Save your life. Ah. Are you talking why about? Do the, we give, why do we give? Why do we get Why why do we give y'all lifesavers to save your life? And if you don't accept it as a lifesaver. That song say, hey, my fault. <laughs> wow. That's why I call it lifesaver, to save your life. Mm-hmm. To help you not exert energy that you do not have. Mm. That was big right there. Mm. That was what? 
That was big right there. Mm-hmm. To help you be mature enough in the spirit that you can see something coming, and if that one, if that something coming is worth you exerting all your energy, because mm-hmm. it's a distraction before the big fight. Mm-hmm. And 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 you know what? And you must begin to learn those things, especially as you grow mature in this thing. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Says the timeless truth of the blind man and the elephant remain keenly relevant in our understanding of balance. So much of what informs our opinions is based on where we touch the subject. Do you see the whole elephant or just a small part you can we can touch? When someone advises you, always know what part of the elephant this person is touching. Don't build plans around a description that is, in fact, a narrow perspective based on touching one side of a much more global and massive reality. Mm. I've always known that each of the two ladies I mentioned informs me from a different side of the elephant. But when I act, when I interact with both, I can balance their perspectives and descriptions and judge what I should do without taking either's description to be the representative of the whole. As with my zoologist and my Zulu friends, sitting between instincts and information helped me to have balance. For me, this is a very inspirational place to be. While in between them, I'm able to navigate more effectively and be much more flexible. When you consider how intellect and instinct work together, you, pro- you progress that much further toward accomplishing the goals of the champion you were meant to be. If a person ignores comprehensive data, then he is going forward in a partial blindness. Imagine having the instinct to buy a piece of property but not having an appraisal done over that land. That's foolish, right? Absolutely. As instincts might reveal to you that this is the right land to buy, information tells you what, to, what, to, what bid based on trends in the marketplace. Information tells you what to bid based on trends in that marketplace. Information tells you about the schools in the area, the comparable properties that were sold in the neighborhood. Information shows you the age of the property, who owned it before you. These variables are all significant to success. Intelligence must influence decision-making, too. Too many times I've seen people who move forward on whims and later regret the decision they made. As important as your instincts as a tool, don't exclude the other tools at your disposal. Generally, the instincts initiate the process that information validates. Mm. Generally, the instincts initiate the process that information validates. That's good. Yeah, that that is good. That's how you know that your instincts are correct and you know where your instincts are, how sharp are they. Um, Because that's what it's about, right, at the end to see if it's correct. It's like a prophecy. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, how strong is your prophetic? Does it come? Because anybody can say whatever. That's just talking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. But is the prophecy fulfilled in the end? Is what you is what your spirit telling you, in fact, the reality of the situation? Mm. I'm going back on you. Mm. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, because there's a lot of people who, you know, people prophesy all day long. They say all kind of stuff. Yep, I see this, and the Lord said, Lord ain't saying nothing. You know, same with your instincts. You know, I feel like I just know somebody told me the other day, I'm always right. 
everything I say, mark my words, I'm always right. And I'm like, okay, well, hopefully, yeah, good. Maybe you can get on TV and make some money then. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, because if that's good, that means that you're sharp. But, you know, we ought to be careful with that, with the instincts and the prophesying and all that stuff because, you know, I ain't always right. I can't believe all that all the time. You're always right. That means you're opening up the door for pride, which is going to allow flesh to enter in, which means that's right before a downfall. But anyway, let me keep reading. <laughs> Intelligence must influence decision-making. Too many times I've seen people who move forward on whims and later regret the decisions they made. As important as your instincts as a tool, don't exclude the other tools at your disposal. Generally, the instincts initiate the process that information validates. Occasionally, I go on with my instinct over information because my feeling to proceed was so strong. The writing of my first book, Woman Thou Art Loose, comes to mind. Publishers resisted funding a book in the faith market that addressed women's emotional and spiritual needs from a first-time male author. No comparable data could be found to predict sales. No barometer existed by which they could determine sales or even project, project print runs. In spite of this data, or rather the lack of it, I went with my instincts and published the book myself, and literally millions of lives have now been touched through that book. There are times you have to go with your gut. I'm not even going to comment on that. But more often than not, you want your instincts and intelligence to have a collaborative exchange with each enhancing the other. The combined influence of these two collaborative agents gives you a well-rounded perspective to which you can lessen the likelihood of mistakes and regret. Don't make one obsolete for the sake of another, but rather develop a more perfect union, a stronger whole than either singular part can provide on its own. You know what? And that's truly how God has ordained us to walk and how he desires us to walk. You know, again, we talk about being balanced, this, and the other. But I'm going to say this, though. In the training processes, again, that's why it's important that you get your own relationship with your mentor. There are times that you're going to be pulled in directions and things for spiritual purposes. Again, he enlarged my territory. In my distress, he will enlarge. All of these things that happen. And so now, you know, yeah, it's just a lot more to it. It's nothing straight. You know what, God, why you do that? I don't even want to. Uh, you really? Oh no. It might be um if it's not downstairs, I might have actually taken it to Yale when I was doing work over there. Oh, that's perfect. So look downstairs.
Good morning. All righty. Anybody there? <laughs> Good morning. How's everybody doing today? I'm <laughs> Good. What's up, Nene? Ah, the weather. All righty. Anybody else on? Did you get kicked off or that? Was that just me? I'm not for sure, but I had... um. Got off and I got back on. Okay. I just know I saw all of a sudden I heard a lot of clicking and I kept reading and the next thing I know I heard, Ooh, I was like, all righty then. Yeah, because I heard some dead air and I didn't know if it ran out of time or what. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah. Brother Mark. <laughs> Brother Mark is back on the phone. I heard what he said about Monday. And, um,. On yesterday, I had put up for my salutations for the mornings, for the days, and all of that. Okay. It was starting off with a joyful instead of happy, and we're in in 365. Okay. Because on Mother's Day, a lot of people were putting up stuff talking about Happy Mother's Day. And then it got to me when somebody put up belated. Okay, if you're a mother every day, how's it going to be belated unless you go? They put that up on Sunday? Well, somebody had put up yesterday to somebody happy belated Mother's Day. And you're a mother every day. Well, yeah, that's true. Only way you can't be a mother on that day is that you were called home to glory. Okay. So my so my greeting was from Sunday, and then for the rest of the time that I that that the guy sees me fit to participate would be joyful Mother's Day, joyful birthday, three sixty five. Because every day you're you you this, this is you, and when you hit the anniversary date, that's nothing but the cherry on top. Okay. But for that one day, you're not gonna, you're still gonna be um, living and breathing as long as God gives you mercy, grace, and victory to um, to see you to be fit to participate in His creation. And you just don't sit up here and just box yourself in on one day. So. A lot of people understood, and a lot of people, you know, they still got caught up in that carnal of, well, it was it was one day. No, God gave you more than just one day. Mm-hmm. But he wants you to be appreciative for each day that he gives you. Mm-hmm. But... Um, It's uh, it's just a nicer way because, too, on Mondays, people are talking about, oh, it's Monday and I don't feel like it and blah, blah. But God felt like to put it, felt like touching you and putting breath in your body and have the activity of your limbs to participate. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, so even though we're set in time and he's not, we still need to know how to utilize our time, not take it for granted. And it will be a much beautiful outcome as long as we keep putting our emotions in the way and getting our feelings hurt because we can't do what we want to do. Man, that's going to be a slippery slope down to depression and you ready to count yourself out beforehand. It's a lot. It's a, it's a lot of chaos going on. It's a lot of um, people trying to still do what they want to do, and it's going against the law of what God has said that He's expecting of us to do. And we got to stay strong, prayed up, and stand on His word so ever strongly to where we're definitely rooted and flowing, and let Him flow through us so that we can flow through Him. Critics come through. I just said amen. Amen. Okay. It says, in order to establish balance between intellect and instinct, you need agility and flexibility. Like a tightrope walker, tilting one way and then another, compensating here and readjusting there, you must stay loose and responsive. The power of instinct-driven success relies on your ability to adjust and adapt. Instinctive leadership relies on the same dexterity. Instinctive flexibility requires what I call 360-degree thinking. Being flexible includes the understanding that anything you do affects everyone connected to you. Mm. Thinking in a panoramic way of all who will be affected by each move you make allows you to prepare your network in advance. Furthermore, you have no right to expect people to comply with a vision you haven't shared and an expectation you haven't articulated. For example, I told several leaders who wanted to pastor that their preparation must extend beyond their own ambitions. It's not just a matter of whether they feel equipped and ready. What about their wife, their children, their finances, their business, their employees, their reputation, and their communities? It isn't just a matter of you being ready for the performance. If you are contemplating a move or transition of any kind, process all variables instinctively before making a final decision. Think through the options, possibilities, and contingencies. No one will plant a garden and not prepare the soil. The tool one uses to harvest must be purchased before one begins to plant. Are we going to can the vegetables or freeze them, sell them at the farmer's market, or give them to neighbors? In other words, do we have a strategy that anticipates all the variables? Or are we only focused on our own accomplishment? Mm. You know what? I'm sitting here listening to this sound like that conversation I was telling Lisa last night, actually. You got to think beyond yourself. Mm. I got to read that again with that in mind. For example, I've told several leaders who wanted to pass it that the preparation must extend beyond their own ambitions. It's not just a matter of whether they feel equipped and ready. What about their wife, their children, their finances, their businesses, their employees, their reputation, and their communities? It isn't just a matter of your being ready for the performance. If you're contemplating a move or a transition of any kind, process all variables instinctively before making a final decision. Think through the options, possibilities, and contingencies. No one will plant a garden and not prepare the soil. 
The tool, the tools one uses to harvest must be purchased before one begins to plant. I was going to freeze them, sell them at the farmer's market, or give them to the neighbors. In other words, do we have a strategy that anticipates all the variables? Uh, we only focus on our own accomplishment. Who would have a baby and not prepare the house? It's simply a matter of preparing your life for the new arrival or what's next in your life. Parents usually start stocking shelves, baby-proofing the house, preparing the right room, purchasing baby monitors, assembling cribs, registering for schools, daycare, so much more. Why would someone marry a man who is a great date without considering him being a great husband and father? Does he have a job? Does he like children? You can see how the 360-degree concert works. Go full circle and look at your new endeavor from all angles. In my staff development training, the same approach is important to us. We've learned that not considering everything is the equivalent of not considering anything. Some of the best and brightest people I know aren't prepared for the increase that comes from following their instincts. They may have a great backup plan that manages crises, but not have a strategy for success. Mm. If you don't think in a circle, you will leave some area unprotected. Imagine the city with a protective wall in front of the few areas, but with vulnerable holes exposed in just as many other areas. Wherever planning ends, problems begin. Might I suggest that you sit down with a piece of paper and write down the idea. Draw a circle around the idea and write down every person, place, or thing needed to bring your dream to life. You may be shocked by how many individuals need to be in the delivery room for a great idea to be born. Finally, if you inform, inspire, and impart to all those persons affected, you won't find yourself having to compensate for poor planning by working all the posts you never signed in advance. When people are prepared, that is, pre in advance, paired, cut into the shape of the need, things move smoothly. I like that. You may not be able to give all those around you the instincts you have, but it is imperative that you share the information. If they have the information and you have the instincts, your goals will not only be achieved, they will exceed anything you have imagined. And that is our lesson for today. Questions, comments, criticism, conclusions. Pre-paired. Pre-meaning before paired. Cut to the shape that you need. All righty. Questions, comments going once. Questions, comments, criticism going twice. Going three times. Thank you for your hard work, sir. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I can never just speak life without this sound without you thinking the suspect. What'd you say? I said I don't know why I can never just speak life without you thinking the suspect. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, thank you, dear. Okay, I I, I received that. Uh huh. Right. Oh, Stinky came downstairs. Who? Oh, I ain't Stinky. Stinky. Mm hmm. Baldy, stinky, ugly. What? Sky Graduation for Melena. Melena. 
We praise your name. We glorify you, Roskara Raganda, Shirakosa de Haraboski Ragandaka, Hoshkiri Rikosa da Handaka, Horashiri Rikosa na Father God, Yerra Ledago, Horaboskara Raga, reveal to your child, Randy Gosushi Gosushi Gosaraka, those things that you wanted to see, Lord, Randy Gosushi Gosandaka, reveal to your child, Randy Gosushi Gosushi Gosar, your word, Randy, encourage her, Lord, Yerra, to step out, Father, Randy, to step beyond herself, Roshkara Ragandaka. And step into the avenues that you want her to go forth in, Lord. Let your word, Lord, become the guiding light of her life, Lord. As you instruct, as you impart, as you anoint, to pour forth your life into her heart, and she too will become the vessel you want her to be. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. 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 All righty. Who wants prayer next? Prayer going next. Okay, cool. I'll go for the jugular. Boy, look, I I, I just about to get ready to say it. <laughs> ah. Alright, you know what? Um before I do, let me do my group and before I do you, because I won't forget them, but I wanna first start off with um Lisa student that we prayed for on Friday. Father God, I just come before you, Father, just continuing, Lord, to give you the praise and glory, Father, for the healing and the manifestation of such, and in your daughter's ears, Lord, we are giving you the praise and the glory, Father, for the complete healing, Father, not partial, not partial, but complete, Lord the author and the finisher of her faith, 
as we stand in the gap, Lord, so that you can continually, Lord, transform her life. Trandroskara and Rokosadaka heal and hold her, Father. Randrogosadakoda and Rokorombos as your word keeps performing that which you Rokodako it was sent to do. Shirokosada. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let me pray for Kyle. Yandrogondra Brandon, Lorenzo, The gentleman called Um, Lorenzo, the gentleman caller. Um, Iris, Somebody else, Lord. Father God, whoever else on the list that I can't think of right now, now I get the children. Punch, Jayla, Janakri, Jayden, Charles, everybody else, Lord. And we're gonna get her job a business in uh, her church. Okay. Um who we got? Her father, Rombo Koshiro Shida Kumboskara Kandaka, Buko Shishigose, Shirogosan Randrigosa, Brandigose Shigoseshigosara, Sakara, Carlos, Yoragoshigosa Randraskurgosandaka, Yoragoshigosandaka, Sakara. Kenny, Carlos, Kenny, a father. Tony, Carlos, Kenny, Tony, a father. Carlos, Kenny, Tony, father. Okay, that's all four. Okay, so now we get down to Big Head. No, you ain't Big Head. Lisa's big head. Anyway, 
I know you ain't talking long face. Whoop. I got it from you. No, that's your mama all the way. Anyway, um, Aresia, I'm boko shikara na kumboko rande go seshi go sandra kara go seshi go seshi go seshi go mbrande go sarakadaka hondo go seshi go seshi mbrande go seshi rakandaka hondo go seshi go boskera rakandeshka go sandeke harashara go seshara go sandaka Father God, you have to help her to see that which you want her to see. Lord, run to go say she to go saraka. Hand to go say she to go say she to go saraka. Hand to go say she to go sanda. Help her to move. You have to kumbos karakanda saraka sanda. In the capacity, you have to go say she to go say she to go say she to go saraka. Hand to go to go say she to go say she to go say she to go say she to go sa. Harumbosh to go say she to go saraka. Hand to go that you want her to move. Lord, run to go say she to go saraka. Humbokoro de Shira de Contentedago and give her the strength and the prophetic perseverance, Father. Yerego Sedegaradego, as you teach your daughter to the flow and to grow into the fullness of who you call her to be. Yerego, let her not pull back, but press on in you, Father. Yerego, as you are providing and making a way, Yerego, and giving her the strength and the encouragement to press on, Lord, not stopping, but moving forward. In Jesus' name I pray, man. Amen. Our ma'am, um, Lisa wants you to pray for her. She couldn't. She can't speak at the moment. The students are bad. Hey, Morgan. So who wants me to pray for her? Lisa. No, it's not. We can't fix it. It's not covered. Who wants? Who wants to be prayed for? Lisa. Oh, okay. Alright, <laughs> Brandy go say she go say she go saraka da da ka saraka se dege ha oh really now interesting you no longer have the option of operating out of you if you truly want to be successful ah. So, mm. interesting. So, I mean, what that's saying is you forced to see God in all and through all, and all of you want to see that. Oh, ooh, that's funny and dirty. He gonna show you the desired end of what things can be and how to get there. But then when you turn to yourself to do it, it's going to fall apart. So now you're going to be left with that frustration of not being able to accomplish that which he's showing you is yours or what you need to have. So what that's telling me is you're, going, you're literally forced to learn of his way. You're forced to tap into the spirit. You're forced to speak in tongue. You're literally being forced to do all those things because if not, 
everything that you touch is going to crumble. But, ooh, Jesus, see, that's dirty. I'm I'm just saying, but it ain't dirty because it's God. Because see what it is, he's proven himself to you that he's capable and that you can trust him. He's proven himself to you that, that he, he, he's there. So now you got to let this continue to grow into that which he wants it to be. But it will not happen if you turn to yourself. It will only happen as you go deeper <laughs> and further into him. Mm-mm-mm. That's just like T.D. with the woman thou art loose. I'm already broke, but I'm too broke to stop. So now I got to find a way to make it happen. But what? I ain't got nothing. God said, "Well, you got me. I'm already showing you can pour. You can you can you can pour from an empty cup. Oh shit, I'm already showing you that your lack is inconsequential. Oh wow. I'm already showing you that as long as you continue to seek my face, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and all of his righteousness, then all these things will be added unto you. Have I not proven my word unto you? Oh, so you need to consider and choose to continue to go deeper into my spirit, into my presence, and I will perform all those things that I'm speaking into. You just talked about speaking life into me. Well, now you got to go deeper in order for the manifestation of life for your own walk to happen. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Oh, Lord, she going to say some choice words to me. All righty then. Okay, um, who's next? Mm-hmm. Would you um pray for my aunt? Okay. You want to work with you? Yeah. Hold on. I'm gonna put you on speakerphone. All right. Go ahead. Sam. Sam. Yep. All right. Pray for now. Yeah, it's fine. Oh, she's listening? Yeah. Oh, so you're just going to put me on the spot, huh? Yeah. <laughs> See if your prophetic gifts work or not. Oh, 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 oh. oh then he's going to just throw a little bit more salt on it. need a little bit more salt. Throw a little bit more salt. <laughs> just for the season. bro. I love you too, boo. <laughs> All right, I'll pray for your aunt. <laughs> Boko Rondi Shirokumbuski de Yarakumbu, okay. Okay, Father God, before I pray for her, I take authority over fear, doubt, and unbelief right now in the name of Jesus. I say, cease and desist speaking to her. I say, cease and desist speaking to her right now in the name of Jesus. Loose her. Loose her. Loose. Loose. Hmm. 
Hmm, stubborn little devils. Hmm. That's fine. That's fine. Yeroko se yembo se yanduko ronde she yorombo. Ronde reke se te yembo. Oh, okay, thank you, Father God. Well, this is the scenario. God is giving me the authority. That means the Most High, so you're, you know, you're the prince. I'm talking about the Most High. So you either lose her, I'm going to ask for the angelic <laughs> warring angels to come and remove you. The choice is yours, but you will let her go because she needs to receive this which God wants. That's stubborn as well, but Father God, huh? you are the Most. Mm, mm. There is none higher than you, Father. We take authority over the demonic influences right now. They will cease and desist speaking at this time mm, because you have a word that you want to plant in her heart that she needs to receive. I'm asking that your precious Holy Ghost anointed blood begin to cover and keep her and begin to touch those wounded and hurting areas in her life, Lord. See, the enemy has entered in because of those hurts that she's been carrying, Father. Those pains that she is masked by indifference, by, by hardness, Lord. But, Father, God is hurt. So we're speaking to her right now because you want to make her whole. You don't want her to be carrying these unnecessary baggage, Father. Help her to see how to shed this so she can walk in you. She's carrying so many weights and burdens that are not from you, God. Show her how to mm, take off her garments, her yokes, her bondages, and then put on you, Father. For you have a new garment, a heavenly garment. Shut it up. Ah, there we go. Now, 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 that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Now, now we can do something. Now we can do something. I speak peace. 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 Peace to her life. Peace to her heart. Holy Spirit, now you can begin to work in those wounded areas. I'm asking for the balm of Gilead to now begin to be applied. Mm, mm, mm. The balm of Gilead to be applied, Father. Go in and soothe her, heal her. Father, I'm asking for your word to fill those voids, mm, those cracks and those crevices, Father, so you can begin to do a great and mighty work in her heart and her life, Lord. Father, there are seeds that are buried deep inside of them. Seeds of your word. I speak life to those dead seeds. I say live. Ooh, I speak life to those dead dreams that have been buried under that hardness. I speak dead hopes, Lord, that will now become rekindled in our lives. I speak life in that more abundantly, Father. She will begin to grab hold and gravitate toward that which you call her. Father, let her hearing now become renewed so she can hear clearly from you, Father. Father, rejuvenate, re-energize, renew her mind. 
Let her know she doesn't have to carry these burdens anymore, Father. You've been having your hands out for so long, saying, give them to me. Give me your burdens. Give me your yoke. Give me your bondage. Give me that which you've been struggling. I've been desiring to take this. Let me carry this for you, for I will give you something that is so much more. Because, see, once you allow me to carry that which you're struggling to carry, I'm going to show you how to live in me. I'm going to show you that higher to go, but you got to trust me. See, I know that, you, that you're struggling to trust me. I know that, that we don't have some bumpy times. But if but if, if 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 you allow me, <laughs> if you allow me, I'm gonna show you that I never have left nor forsaken you. I never did. It just you thought that I had because see that's how the enemy got in. And see he he's been blinding you and your heart's been hardened because you God why did you do this to me? God why did you allow this? But now let me enter in and begin to renew and remake you into the woman that I called you to be. I'm going to begin to add life to you. See, some plant, some water. I give the increase, says the Lord. And because I am choosing to anoint and grow you up out of this hard, hurting place, I'm going to increase you right now in the name of Jesus. Those dead seeds will not only come to life, they're going to begin to sprout. Because I'm touching them right now. They're going to begin to give life so you can have a harvest. You can eat of your own fruit out of your own garden, and then we can really begin to talk. Because, see, girl, you're still alive. That means it ain't over. Huh? It ain't over. I got some work for you. Huh? It ain't over. I got some work for you. So we're going to talk. But right now, I increase growth, increase growth, pushing out that filth, increase growth, pushing out that hardness, increase growth pushing that out so that garden can begin to grow. Continue to change her heart, her hardness, that hurt and that pain, and let my word now become full, go entering in, all of that out. Oh, Jesus Christ, now. Just let that go, my daughter. Let it go, let it go. Let me in. <laughs> and watch me be God to you, not to anybody else. I'm talking about my personal relationship with you. Let me be your God right now, and I'm going to grab hold of you. And I'm going to take you to a new place in a new land. In Jesus' name I say amen. Wow. Now, Sam, Mm -hmm. I asked you to pray because, I mean, I had already prayed with her. She's right here. She can tell you better than I can. Did we not just get to finish talking about the same stuff? Yeah. (laughs) I know my, now, see, I know my prayer people. I know my team. Praise God. Sam, we just got to finish saying the same stuff. Praise when God. I was in there by, by myself with her. Mm. Here. Here. Tell her. That means it's your time. She, she toe up now, Sam. Your time. Don't. Let me explain this to you. Yeah. Don't you buy back that lie that was just removed from your life. That lie that you've been walking under. He going to come back because, see, he done got kicked out just like contenders that got kicked out. Don't you confess him out. He going to come back. He going to be banging at your door. Don't believe this. And, and don't confess out of your life negativity. All that don't, don't. See, when you begin to you bind it back. It's broken. It's broken. Okay. Okay. 
I'm asking for a hedge of protection around her life, Father, to go to the and I'm asking you to begin to send mentors that will begin to pour forth into her, Lord, till she can get to a point that she can stand, stand there for on her own in you, Lord. So right now, a hedge of protection, mentors, and everybody that will begin to grab her hand and say, come on, daughter. No, don't stop, daughter. Come on, daughter. I got you. Come on, daughter. Just begin to pour them more abundantly, Lord. That will allow her to keep pressing and striving to come to the fullness of who you called her to be. Ooh, Jesus Christ, in your name it is so. Amen. Wow. Mm-mm-mm. Thank you. Oh, no problem, dear. Amen. God bless y'all ministry. Hey. Continue to bless your ministry. Hey, Sam, that's the cactus's auntie. All righty. Oh, that's her auntie? That's her aunt, yeah. Well, it's my aunt, but that's the cactus's aunt. That's her dad's sister. Okay. All right. You call your niece the cactus. <laughs> because she's so hard. Father God, I continue to speak life to that household, Lord. I continue to speak life and salvation into that whole household, Father. Continue to let your angels, you know what, Lord, let your angels have a party up in there. Ah, yeah, no, 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 a celebration. Let your angels just begin to sing praises to your name. As you continue to perform and be God in that household, Lord, continue to touch lives and transform healings, whatever you desire to do, Lord, let it just manifest right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Ooh. Mm, mm, mm. All righty. All right. Thanks, Mark. All right. All righty. Pass me my phone. I'm to make a call.
Hello? I'm here. I was on hold. I'll be I'll be back on in a second. Oh, okay. Okay, I'm back. All right, who else wants prayer? Three of us, all three of them. Okie dokie, Smokey. Thank you, Chili Willie. Let me start with Tisa. Randa go say she to 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 Rando go se shiro go se dero go mboske re kan rando go se kan rambo ko se kan daka haro mboske re ga se zo mboske ra da kan da hor shiri ro go se shi mboske ra nda ka hor shiri ro go se shi nda hor shiri ro go se shi ro rando go se shi ro sanda hoske re oseda taki father ga mboske re kanda se ro sa sakara let me pray for Shanice and her child. Randy go say she. Ooh, yada go say she 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 go this goes on the stairs. All right. Who else wants prayer? What is this? Oh, yeah, hit my number, Brenda, too. Okie doke. Thank you. All right, Father God, let me pray for Brenda. Rando go say she to go say she, Rando go say she to 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 go say she
I got a toothache like never before. You got, you got the one in the business. What was the other one? A toothache like never before. Oh. <coughs> and we already know I ain't going to the dentist, so that ain't going to work. Oh. And, um, Oh, the other one was Fannie Marie. Can somebody give Fannie Marie my phone number? Because I've been trying to get her since last week. Okay. All right. All right. Well, let me put pray for Mars businesses. Rumble So I guess I'm going to have to be able to sit down and redo these lists now. Okay, Father. Rondel go say she 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 go Rondel go say she 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 go Mark's businesses. Yadakose did the Kumbuku, Horanda, Shedakose did the Kumbosa, Shimboska Rakanda de Gose, Harandishke de Gose, Shirogose, Shirogose, Harandishke de Gosandeke, Horambote de Gose, Shirogose, Shirogasada, Horambrandi de Gose, Shirogose, Yes, Father God, Boska, Daddy de Gose, Shirogose, 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 Harandi de Gosa, Father God, Boska, Amen. Akara. And Lord, this brother says he got a toothache. Hmm, interesting. Boy, yada da kose de de kumboskara da kandaka. Boy, yada kose shi de kose shi. Hmm. Hmm. Father God, this brother says he has a toothache. What am I supposed to do about it, Lord? Hmm. Horon, hmm. I'm supposed to bring it before you, Father. Hmm. Because he is saying he is choosing you with an assurity that you can fix whatever's going on in his life. Mm. I speak healing to that area of infirmity in his tooth right now, Lord. Infection cease and desist and stop right now in Jesus' name. Hmm. That infected area, begin to cleanse it out with the anointing, Lord, and remake and renew and regenerate that which is lost. Let it begin to fill up. Who should it go with? Whatever you choose to fill it up with, Lord. And give him the peace of mind. Hmm. In Jesus' name I pray, man. Interesting. You all over the house. Yeah, it's me. I get around. I see. Interesting. Where's your dad? Mm Mm-hmm. He get around, too. Sam? 
Is he in the bath or is that more in the bath? Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah. All righty then. All right, who else wants prayer? All right, who else wants prayer going once? Who else wants prayer going twice? Who else wants prayer going three times? Okie doke. I have not. Somebody can pray for me when we get out of here. I pray for me going on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I guess uh, nice weather got everybody feeling kind of lethargic, huh? Yeah, hey, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Lord, we come together today to thank you for thank you for putting this man of you in our lives to wake us up every morning and get us to participate and lovely participate and to be a spiritually fed and learning your word. Lord, as, as Sam go out today, we know that he has your finger on him. Let him look at the big, let him see the bigger picture that you have for him and that's around him. Don't let him be distracted by the distractions. And anytime that he feel bitter, remind him to stand back to see the bigger picture and where your hand is in it and what good things can come out of it. Lord, thank you for giving him the strength, the endurance to follow and to strengthen his spiritual being as well as ours. And for him to go out and bring in more by uplifting you. Well, you said if we uplift, uplift you in front of man, you would definitely have us. For well, he does know that you are his power source. So he is, while he shows that he is grounded and deeply rooted in you, for that, your tree will bear much fruit. And Sam, you got your roots in that dirt? But it's but 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 it's setting up to bear much fruit. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. I forgot to uh, pray for Felicia too. Okay. Uh, let me do that now. Sorry, Fifi. 
Rando Gosechi de Gosechi de Gosechi de Gosan Rando Gosechi de Gosechi de Gosan de Gosan de Gosan Continue, Father, to gird and keep her lawyer. Continue to guide her steps, Father. Increase in her heart and her life. Increase in her heart and her life. So she will know for sure, Lord, that you are her guide. You are her way, her salvation. You are all that she needs so she can fulfill that which you called her to do. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. All right, I will holler at y'all later. Are you tough?